This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Steve Gamlin, the motivational firewood guy who ignites a spark of energy and humor into his audiences all over the world. Listen in as Steve shares his greatest lessons of networking and how you can apply this to your life today. Live your life like Steve Gamlin. Ignite a spark in your life and become an everyday leader that can change the world. Start your personal growth journey today where you can learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com. Register for personal growth and development classes so you can develop your own strategies to be a leader in your life. If you're ready for one-on-one accountability, I will walk beside you as your personal coach to help you gain clarity and perspective to lead your life and career as an everyday leader. If you're ready to develop your spiritual growth, you can gather with us for the Everyday Leaders Leadership Devotionals. We meet every day at 7.30 a.m. And we apply these leadership lessons and values to our everyday lives. Go to everydayleaders.com and become a leader that can change the world. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, Steve Gamlin, thank you. You are here to fire us up today. Yes, I am. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. This is so great. People that have followed this show for now three years are saying, oh my goodness, is this person a John Maxwell person? No, I'm going to tell you right off. No, he's not a John Maxwell team person. (laughs) But listen, (laughs) you don't have to be on the same path to connect to people that are in your circle that believe what you do. And Steve, we connected through another person from LinkedIn that's uh, just somebody that we also believe in. And we spent an hour on the phone saying, oh, my gosh, think about the ways that we could inspire people if they only knew, if they could only reach out to us. So I said, you have to be on my show because your brand is all about firing people up. (laughs) And so the motivational firewood guy. I love this. I want you to thank you, man. This is so great. So tell people, how did you come up with this theme? Tell us about your story. And um, this is just amazing. So I'm going to let you take the microphone. Sure. Thank you so much. Uh, I started a speaking journey right around 2003, 2004, uh, coming off the heels of a very bad period of my life, uh, leaving a radio career. My first marriage ended. I was nearly bankrupt. And one day I was just hitting some golf balls in a thunderstorm under power lines, barefoot in the wet grass, swinging the club saying, go ahead, I dare ya. And I didn't get hit, which is good. And that week I happened to be talking to my life coach and it was over the phone and he says, so how was your week? And I said, are you sitting down? Catch this. 
And I retold the story of the thunderstorm and the golf balls and just hitting golf balls out of frustration. And he was cracking up on the other end of the phone. And he said, I got two questions for you. Are you this open and honest about your life with everybody? And I said, yeah. He said, have you ever thought of being a stand-up comedian or a motivational speaker? And I said, yes and yes, but I have no idea how to pursue either one. Mm -hmm. And he had a brochure on his desk that got there in the mail that day, a local community college that had an intro to stand-up comedy class. Two weeks later, I was sitting in that class. And a month later, I attended my first Toastmasters meeting. So I did stand-up for seven years, and I've been speaking for 16 it was having a conversation one day at a National Speakers Association meeting, and a gentleman said, oh, you're new here. What do you do? I said, I'm a motivational speaker. And he says, well, that narrows you down to about 100,000 people on the planet. What makes you different? And I said, I want to inspire people. He says, okay, now you're at 80,000. I said, well, what I do is more of talking from real life and experiences, what life has taught me. I said, I can't change anyone's life. He goes, okay, good. And I said, if you got a spark of something in your heart, that you want to do, but you're not quite sure if you're worthy of it, how to proceed, whatever. I said, my message is like motivational firewood. I said, if, if something I share with you causes you to think, speak, or act in a different way towards your goal, then together we made fire. And he says, I really like that. Do you know anything about registering a trademark? I'm like, uh, no, clueless. So that was my next journey was, uh, securing the trademark for motivational firewood. And I've had it ever since. And it's such a great conversation starter. Mm -hmm. And I really love sharing that story. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. It's so great because firewood, right? We think of fire starters. What do we do when we go out? Everybody wants to camp. Everybody wants to say, gosh, I feel better maybe when I'm around a fire because I just feel relaxed. I feel like I can be myself. Mm -hmm. I can start thinking into, right? It's the water or the fire that draws you to something to say, if I'm really going through a difficult time, you want to draw yourself to things that calm you down. So, well, I think this is the whole uh, concept of what you're doing and why you're doing it uh, is so valuable for people because so many times in our life, we don't look at those signs. Yeah, you could be going playing golf in your bare feet with it lightning <laughs> and not mm -hmm. get the same messages. So you were tuned and you were ready to start walking into what you've felt more your purpose was. You were being pulled into it because there were so many things that were telling you, well, you know, this may not be right, <laughs> but I feel like I need to explore this. And so it's that one conversation that you had. It was that one idea yeah. that got put into your mind. And it was that one action that you took to say, okay, I'll try this. Yeah. And, and the funny part too is, is at the end of the storm that day, uh, I not only hit my bucket of golf balls, but the full buckets of two guys who ran away from the storm, cowards. <laughs> and I couldn't even lift my arms anymore after an hour of just hitting golf balls. And when I got to the car, I opened the door and I looked up and the sun came out. And I, all I could think of was, okay, you're just messing with me now. So even though I was in a bad place that day, it made me laugh. And it, it let me see the positive in something. Because mm -hmm. on the other side of every cloud, there's the sun. Mm -hmm. And every storm up till now. Uh, metaphorically or literally, the sun is always on the other side. So just keep looking for that. In a conversation with my coach, 
led me to it that day. And I've been loving this journey ever since. Wow. So, you know, for right now, we're, if people are listening, you know, beyond this week or next week or this month, and we're thinking about what we're going through right now, which is this isolation and this quarantine in the middle of COVID-19. And so a lot of coaches, a lot of people that have come on the program have been really helping people reflect into what does that journey look like as you start to step into what you really feel called to do? Because right now, so many people are reaching out saying, oh, I'm connecting virtually. I've never done that before. I'm learning a new skill. But how are you encouraging people, Steve, to take that first step and and not just connect, but to really deeply identify the things and the resources that are going to pull them into the next level? I think the first thing people need to do is go inside themselves and, and not just kind of do frantic, I've got to get out of here, virtual connection to, to just say they're connected with people. Uh, the first exercise I, I drive a lot of people through, there's four very important tools. And sometimes when I say that, and when I pause, people go, oh, great, here comes the sales pitch, you know, perceives big getaway weekend, you know, 3000 miles away on a mountain in Tibet with a goat. Let's go. Uh, no. <laughs> you already actually own all these tools. It's pen, paper, heart, and mind. And what I encourage people to do is before connecting out there virtually, disconnect completely and sit down with a pen and a piece of paper or several and just pour everything out of yourself. What you really like about your life right now, what you wish you could change about your life, what you think are your best qualities, what are your best memories, what are dreams you had that maybe you haven't breathed any life into because you get caught up in the whole game of life in the machine. What would you do differently when we get to get back out there than you've done up till now? And then learn how to connect virtually, get on, you know, do your Facebook lives, do your Zooms, do your, your face-to-face, look in the camera, put the camera up at a level that you're having like a conversation with a person, not laying on your desk and tired of looking up people's noses <laughs> and start connecting with people that will get you to the places that you would really like to go on the other side of this. See, this is a great way to shake off any of the dead wood or shake off the, the paths you've been following that may not be serving you 100% and appreciate the fact that you can make decisions moving forward to think one more positive thought every day, to speak one more kind word, especially to yourself, and to take one more positive action every day. And think of how you can kind of rewire things moving forward, but start with pen, paper, heart, and mind. And, and a highlighter to pick out the most important ones that you want to keep in mind moving forward. And they connect with the right people. Don't just connect for connection's sake. Connect with people who are going to take your life into a better direction. And people whom you could hold your hand out to who may want to travel the same road you do, but maybe you're a little bit ahead of them or a little higher up the mountain. Reach back to the right people. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a great weapon against negative people and toxicity. It's called caller ID. Don't pick up those calls. <laughs> you know, and, and it's it, great. it is so great. But right now, people are just, they're thirsty for connection because they can't physically connect. And so a little story that I'll share. I was in Facebook jail recently, which just threw me over the edge during isolation because not only was I socially disconnected physically, I was virtually disconnected from all these groups and things because I had been sharing too much information. And I thought, 
I went into a panic zone a little bit. And so I felt like, okay, I'm okay being socially, physically disconnected because I've been doing virtual stuff for a long time. I thought I'll just fill that gap. But then when the barrier came up that I couldn't do virtual connection in so many things to add value to groups, I thought, oh my goodness, what am I going to do now? So the creativity, this is where it set in for the creativity for me. And I want to ask you about this for you, because when you start to have barriers of what your dreams may look like or what you feel like you're consistent in all these areas, but then you get a barrier and says, "Mm, not this direction, right? And then you have a little bit of panic, a little bit of fear, and you have to get really creative to say, all right, if I go down this lane, I can still accomplish those goals, but it may not be linear. It may have to look a little bit different. So... Yeah, the the visual. Oh, I'm sorry. It, was there another question? No, no, no. Just I want I want you okay. to kind of talk into that because I know what you're doing is you're creating that for other people, and and so just personally, like that journey is so important for people to understand how how we deal with that. Yeah, the greatest metaphor I found for that so far, and it, and I'm smiling now thinking of it. If you've ever seen the video, it's on YouTube. It's been shared everywhere, of a cat wearing a shark costume sitting on a Roomba vacuum and just making its way across the room. Now the cat's not moving. It's just sitting there. Um, And what happens is the Roomba hits a wall and it turns around and it goes in a different direction. And if it hits another wall, it turns around again. Eventually it will cover the entire room. Think of yourself as a cat on a Roomba. If you're kind of stuck and, and you hit a barrier, go somewhere else. The Roomba does not stop. It just keeps going until it finds a way to complete its mission. And that's what we have to remember to do. To remember a closed door doesn't mean you can't go anywhere. It just means you have to find another way. Mm-hmm. So even if you are in social media Shawshank, <laughs> there's still ways to create other materials so that when you know you are open again, you'll have something to share. And heck, maybe even something about being in jail and feeling stuck that other people can relate to. So it's up to us to always be a cat in a shark costume on a Roomba and think of yourself that way <laughs> and just keep bouncing off walls and go a different way. I mean, that's that's what's gotten me this far. Mm-hmm. That's a great visual. I think for so many people that are closing their eyes right now going, a cat in a shark costume. I got to look that up on YouTube. <laughs> yep. I watch it about, put it this way, I'm responsible for probably two or 300 of the views that it's racked up on YouTube. <laughs> So what have you done, Steve, reinventing yourself? And you think about, you know, those 16 years ago where you said, I'm not that. I don't see myself like that. When you started to change your belief about yourself and you go to these conferences and you tell people, I want to do this. And then they ask you, define it even more. Be clear. What is exactly does your customer look like so that you can understand how to serve them? Right. And I know we've talked about this offline, but I love this concept of when people are starting to create their own path. And <laughs> I hate to say vision board with you, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> so if they created their vision board, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what would that look like uh, for people to start just saying, okay, I want to start creating this? The, and we've gotten the pen and paper, and we think about our heart and we think about the things that bring us joy. What's the next step? The next step is to is to take and actually pen, paper, heart, and mind is a is a, a very important part of my whole vision board process. To take what you wrote down and start to think of exactly what it will 
look like. Now, vision boards are not arts and crafts projects, and that drives me bananas <laughs> when people see them that way. It's like, oh, wine, cheese, crackers, scissors, and glue sticks. I'm like, well, once you take enough wine, you can use the glue stick to put your eyebrow back on, I guess. <laughs> I want people to start thinking of exactly what every single thing looks like. What does your goal look like, feel like, sound like, smell like, be like? And then start thinking, if you don't feel you're worthy of it yet, or if you don't feel you're ready for it yet, or qualified enough for it yet, who do you have to become to feel that way? Who's out there already doing and feeling and experiencing what it is you want and start to really observe those people. Watch what they write. Listen to what they say in their radio shows. Watch their videos. If you can see them live, see them live. Read their books. And just look for the clues about what they're really good at and where they're coming from with it. And understand that they started right where you are right now, Mm -hmm. where they were looking for their heroes. So you have the opportunity, no matter what you want to do, to be a hero to somebody else who's going to come up behind you. And understand that wherever you are, just take the best of what life has taught you. Start there. Just start sharing that. Don't try to be anyone else. You know, people say, oh, see, you're a speaker. Oh, you must be like Tony Robbins. Like, no, I'm not like Tony Robbins. Tony's different. Tony's Tony. I'm me. Mm-hmm. And the day I discovered that early in my career was the best day. And it's the day that changed everything. And the second part of it is everything you create and share, make sure it is uniquely in your voice. Mm-hmm. I got the greatest compliment recently from a gentleman named Brian K. Wright. Brian's the uh, founder of Success profiles magazine and he said oh my gosh when i read your articles i hear you reading it to me because i just you're just so a part of everything and the authenticity and that's what i encourage from everyone no matter what you do be you put it through the you filter Mm -hmm. and you're going to start to find that you're going to become unique and you're going to attract people to you and please be as confident as possible. And it's a journey. Believe me, confidence is a journey to always be looking to the shadows and understand that you may have come from there as well. So deliver your message there as strongly, powerfully, genuinely, authentically, and with as much integrity as possible, reach those people in the shadows because they're looking for a hero today. And if you share yourself right, you could be a hero to that person. Mm -hmm. I love what you just took us down the journey of building character Uh, because everybody says, right, you can all look at one quote and it can affect you differently. And so if you have a favorite quote and you say it in a group of 10 people, you're all going to say, well, I, I heard about that when I was going through this, or this is how it changed my perception of this. And so I think that what you said is so critical right now. We're all watching social media. We're all reading books. We're all trying to figure out what is going to inspire me to get through this point in our life that we didn't have any control over. It's changed everybody, not just a certain population. Everybody's in the same boat. And so whatever strategy we're comfortable with, um, you know, uh, uh, something that someone that I'm close to always says is copy, transform, and combine. And so if we watch somebody and, right, you get inspired by them, you get inspired by a quote you transform it into your own style, your own character, your own beliefs, and then share that in your own voice. And you took us right down that road. And that is so important because whatever that people are connecting you to and whatever they're watching, that character that you build, 
the people that you are connecting to, you don't know where that's going to go, right? That, and, and so intentionally reaching out to the people that you want to be lifted with. Uh, and so, and don't even fear, I, this is my advice for people is if you think someone is bigger than you, that you can't connect to them for some reason, that is just such false information <laughs> because yeah. to, today we're six degrees, you know, it used to be six degrees of separation. I think it's a lot closer now, but if you need to reach out to somebody that can actually help you or get you more inspired to something that you want to do, do that, reach out to that person today and, and ask for help. You know, who do you know that I know that, uh, that I need to know that can help me at this part of my journey? And so sometimes it's giving ourselves permission to connect to someone else. And so it's as crazy as it is, we think, well, we're here in our houses. We don't have a way to go see somebody or have coffee with them. That's okay. You can still have virtual coffee <laughs> and you can really start to understand somebody's values. And, and that can bring on all new kinds of ideas for the things that you could start trying or learning and, and YouTube is another one of those, right? So YouTube is another great place to learn, but it's what is going to inspire you in your own unique way to create your own voice around this. So, Yeah, and, and virtually right now is, is really, it's our best shot for connecting. So here's what I encourage people to do. Find the people out there who are your heroes, who are doing or being what you want to do or be you know, down the line, especially if you've kind of reevaluated right now during this, this pause button. Go start watching people's videos and even better, start commenting on them and not just saying, hey, subscribe to me, I subscribe to you. No, not like that. Add valuable contents, really watch and, and absorb what people are doing and saying and comment on it and say thank you for it. And, and just start to just kind of lob those little you know, tennis balls over the fence uh, to the neighbor's dog. And, and eventually you may strike up a relationship with that neighbor. Uh, a couple of years ago, Jack Canfield, who is my hero, in the speaking and, and writing world. I just, I love Jack. I've patterned so much of what I do by his just having a conversation on the front porch with you type of approach. Mm -hmm. And it was at a women's conference and I was a vendor. So I was one of five men in the building this day. And put it this way, they commandeered all the bathrooms for the ladies and we had to walk half a mile to the other end of the hotel <laughs> for a men's room. Next time I'm gonna just rent a golf cart. So the, the host of the event gets up and says, okay, before we start, I want everyone to stand up. Now go introduce yourself to someone whom you've never met before. And somebody tapped me on the shoulder and said, oh gosh, there's Jack Canfield. And the little voice in my head said, we've never met Jack Canfield. And what would have been in previous years, me saying, oh my gosh, what I could never, oh my, I can't talk to Jack Canfield. He's a billionaire and you're not. Walked right over to him, held out my hand, said, hello, Mr. Canfield. My name is Steve Gamlin. I'm a speaker and an author. And I just want to say thank you so much for inspiring me to be the type of speaker I am. And he said, oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. So what do you speak on? We started talking about vision boards. And he, I know he loves them. So I said, today is the first day, actually. My program is available to the public. Oh, would you send me a copy of it? And he gave me his card. Mm. And I'm thinking... Five years prior, I never would have even said hello to Jack Canfield. I would have maybe looked at him and run away, <laughs> thinking I wasn't worthy of a conversation with him. He could not have been more gracious and more kind and more appreciative. And, and I treasure that 
So just get out there and start developing relationships with people. Add value to them. And don't be surprised when the goodwill or the gesture or the value comes back to you. You never know. Jack and I might collaborate on a point at some point in the future. I mean, gosh, he got up on stage later that day and mentioned me. Mm-hmm. So there's a man here who says he has the best program in the world. You should go talk to him. And I had like 200 friends there turn around and go, is he talking about you? And I just sat there with my jaw on the table going, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I came home and filmed a video called, did Jack Canfield just say my name from the stage? <laughs> That's what it's about, isn't it? You never yeah. know who you're impacting. Yeah. And, and if someone has impacted you, I give this exercise out in all of my classes. And I tell people, you know, take out a piece of paper, like what you just led us through in the very beginning, pen to paper, write a thank you letter to whoever it is in your life who has inspired you. And now they can be alive or they could have passed going through that therapeutic process of writing down who has inspired you and even addressing it, you know, if you can put it in the mail, send them a card, send them a thank you. Because that one little step of kindness of telling somebody how they've affected you, how you've appreciated them, how they've inspired you to do something different in your life or model yourself after them, that can change someone else's perspective. You don't know where they are in their life. And, and so, because they're ahead of you and you're looking up to them. And so everybody needs that sense of gratitude, especially now, especially now in these times that we're really uncertain about everything that's happening. And so I want to encourage people to follow the lessons that you've taught us today, because, you know, that one little thing that you think about yourself that you can change, that you step into, that you give yourself permission to do can be a whole new opportunity for you to grow and create something that you never even thought possible before March the 12th. Yeah. And you're going to find that there's a whole different energy about you. When you do that, when you focus on that, and when you you take intentional action, even the smallest one every day, uh, wake up and have gratitude every day. Uh, I've been keeping a gratitude journal for eight years. I wake up and I write my three favorite moments from the previous day in less than a line each. And I'm on pace to have written over a thousand this year, even in the middle of all this that's going on every day. Now, tomorrow morning, my first one, I get to be on Melanie's radio show. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm going to smile when I write it. You know, and that's a great way to start every day. It's so easy to get caught up in the negativity and social media is just chaos of, of people And people are scared. They don't know what they don't know. But too many people are out there kind of poking the bear, whacking the beehive and, you know, sharing stuff that that may not be as helpful to a lot of us as just focusing inward and intentionally making the best of a situation. Make lemonade. People are doing it every day. And the the good in the world is just as real as the bad. And my job is to help more people to understand that, not to force you to believe it. But by example and by what I share to understand that I believe it to be true. We believe it to be true. And there are so many things that we can think about and just taking ownership, right? Taking ownership in our journey is so, so important. I love your brand and think motivational firewood. Every one of us says, how can I start something? How can I be that, that 
uh, thing that ignites my soul. Because, you know, I hope that people are listening to this program and say, all right, it's about developing strategies to live my life, to overcome obstacles. It's the perfect segment for you to be on this program, Steve, and, and really encourage people. Hey, I've been there. It's okay. You can own it. You can own the stress of saying, I failed or I tried something before and it just didn't work. And, you know, now is maybe not the right time. I don't have the right money. I don't have, you know, the ability. I've got all these kids at home and I'm trying to teach them school and I don't have time for myself. And and I think both of us would give the same answer, but you know, it is about taking time for yourself. It is about taking uh, those those specific strategies. Get your pen and paper out. Think about with your head what inspires you, what you want to do, what you want to try for the first time. Even five or ten minutes a day it doesn't have to be changing your life twenty four hours a day, but it's that first step. And and I think you are an incredible example of what a leader is and taking control of your life every single day to, to build it, the confidence that you have to then give it to others. And I applaud you. I, I applaud you. I'm so happy that you came on and shared your time with us today. Ugh, be still my heart. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm honored to be here and I am tremendously honored uh, by your words. And if my mom could print them out and put macaroni and glitter on them, they would be hanging on her fridge. <laughs> it's just, it's a life of inspiring, <laughs> right? And so uh, I really, really want people to connect to you. So motivational firewood with the trademark, uh, go yeah. to Steve's website, connect to him. If you guys need a speaker, uh, if you need a coach, if you need anyone to, to get you fired up in your life, this is the guy that can really just sit down with you and make you, uh, help you on your journey, hold your hand and say, it's okay, you can do this, take that one step. Uh, and so it's really critical that we all have somebody that we can connect to to help us build our character and to be super strong in these times of, of chaos. And so uh, I'm so happy that you came, that you shared, that you are now a part of the journey of the everyday leaders. And we love you, we love what you're doing and I wanna support you in any way. Um, so please tell people, Steve, and your, uh, how do we find you? I know you're everywhere. You're on LinkedIn. You're on Facebook. Um, how can we book you for future events? What's the easiest way to get a hold of you? Nice and easy. It's all in one place. It's motivationalfirewood.com. And everything is there. We've got some articles. We are adding things gosh, on a regular basis, the, the programs are there and people can drop a message there as well. And one of the things that's happening now, of course, almost by accident, but nothing's an accident is I've got clients now reaching out to me saying, Steve, I know we can't fly you out here right now. Can you just give us a 20 minute positive video that we can share with our virtual attendees? And I'm actually going to be in the recording studio later today doing one of those videos. So it's this whole situation again, we're making lemonade. We're just doing the best we can with what we've got. And the people who make that effort right now are going to come up the other side stronger and better. So I encourage everyone to please keep that in mind every day. Every day. That's right. Be everyday leaders. Listen to uh, those of us that really care about your success. And we really want to help you uh, grow and change and get through this difficult time. And, and so 
Steve, thank you so much from my heart to yours. Stay safe up there in in the Northeast. Uh, we really applaud for you for everything that you're doing, and uh, and thanks for being on the show today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. And now that's two amazing conversations we have shared, uh, <laughs> one on air, one off air, and they've both been just as joyful. Many more to come, many more to come. Guys, yes. watch for Steve on Everyday Leaders. We will get you on one of the personal growth lives and, and continue to follow all the fantastic work that you're doing. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. This has been a Joe Studios production.